Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians. Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior. And Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities. Searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. And we enter the realm of the zombie. <laughs> okay, well, that zombies don't really make that noise, but... Hey, there you go. Come yeah, on, let's get go. some zombie noises going on. Anybody? I, that's, that's I feel like they just run more than anything. Don't uh, they just walk around? <laughs> they do do that, but there's a little bit of a breathing they do. So since their lungs are really collapsed or gone, it's yeah. kind of like a... Yeah, <sighs> yeah the, sh- the, sh- the clicking and the shambling. You yes. can't really do that on radio. Kind of bite your teeth at the same time you're breathing in and out. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, the wonder. There are a few uh, extra voices in the room tonight, and that's because, as we said last week, Nicole is out of town for the OU Texas game, and so with us we have two guests. We have these third girl stand in. Hi, Kelly. What's up, guys? Say hello. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. This is gonna be fun. And we have Andrew. Hello, ladies. He, he is in the room with three women, and he is one happy camper. I know. <laughs> I am living somebody's dream right now, and they're wishing they were me. He is our resident Walking Dead expert, and uh, we kind of know, we kind of try to guess around the building what specialties there are in relation to books so that we can yes. tap them at some point. And this is a pretty big building, so I'm sure hopefully we'll get around to everybody one of these days. But Walking Dead. Yes. Since we're we're talking about zombies this week, we have a bunch of different books. We have four zombie books, and the odd straggler, I'm sure, will come out. Who um, wants to go first? Well, you started talking about The Walking Dead, so we could start there if you want. Okay, we well, Walking Dead. One of the other reasons, Andrew, that I wanted you to come on the show is that none of us read graphic novels. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that either, actually. I guess it's probably because it's never been introduced to me before, and I never actively sought it out. I can understand, because depending on the graphic novel, you will get bored. Now, why do you say that? Well, because, granted, there's pictures, but the color is something that also gathers people's attentions. So graphic novels are all in black and white. Oh, they are? Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Now, see, um, Christy... Majority of that, especially your Walking Dead zombies, uh, your Walking Dead compendiums, all black and white. Is that because there's more detail within the drawing? So, she, like, using color would have been I can't imagine looking a whole at lot of work. No blood, I, dude. I, I think why they do that is because they let you put your own imagery to it. Oh, so you they don't want to give too much away. Yes. They want to give too much life to it since it is I mean, The Walking give, Dead. They give it life. Let me tell you something. The blood <laughs> in Walking Dead comic books are great. You know, it's even gorier than the show. No way. Yes, it is. Honestly, I would take the, the book over the show any day. Wouldn't we all? Um, you'd be surprised how many people would rather have the show just because of Daryl. Because Daryl is not Darryl in the Daryl doesn't comic exist books. in the comic books. He does I've... not exist whatsoever. I have heard, I have heard that. And you know, to... truthfully, women everywhere are going to scream when I say this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a great big fan of Daryl. <gasps> you know, and honestly, and I can because, understand that. It's not because he's not a great character. Because mm-hmm. he is. Yes. I'm just not attracted to that scruffy thing. 
that he's got going on. I'm not really either. I just look at him and I'm like, dude, that's a redneck. True life. I look at him and I think Boondock Saints. Well, he is one. And he he does make that clear that he is one. You know, I think it's a personality thing. I just really would never. He's not my type. You've watched the show, haven't you? Just a little bit. I like the bike show. You know about his brother. And Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, Oh, Fear the Walking Dead. People need to give that show a chance. Yeah. Get off of Rick and Daryl's uh, booty for a little bit, and honestly, give Fear Walking Dead a chance because it's everything you asked for. I don't know. I, you know, what, my what husband I mean by, really likes it, but I, I don't know. When I say asked for, I'm saying like you know, people wanted to know what happened prior. Oh, I see. You know okay. what happened? How did it really break down? So, Fear the Walking Dead is before. Walking Dead? Fear the Walking Dead is based before The Walking Dead. Oh, People okay. are still walking around living their lives. So it's a prequel? As, yes, yeah. pretty much what we're doing right now. And then all of a sudden... The virus comes? We're hit. And then, I mean, there's news hitting, but it's gossip, you know? Right. It's like, no, it's far away. It hasn't hit heard, there yet. I heard... No, it's hit. Oh, okay. Because, uh, like, uh, in one of the, in the first episode, a child has mentioned, you know, um, there's been sightings in four different states. Right. And we all know one of them is obviously Georgia. But right. And the one was all like, you know, stay off the internet, you know, that's that's not yeah, real. Yeah, they're giving him a hard time because right. they think he's a conspiracy theorist. Right, but the thing is, he's he's right. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't want. They don't want people to be right about a situation like this. No. So. One of the things about The Walking Dead that makes it so amazing is that you put yourself in their shoes. Like, you... you find yourself questioning what would I do if I was in that situation how would I handle it I relate to him because I think I would react that same way or I react to her her, like her like every single situation that they get they they get in you 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 go wow so often as well yes they give you the right way even though it's really not a right right and wrong way they give you that person's view of it and they give you this person's view of it and it's like pretty much every single scene it's yeah. like, oh, would I do that? Yeah. Would I do that? Yes. And, you know, I've, I'm like you, Miss Martha. You say you upset people. You don't really like Daryl. Yeah. Well, here's something. I was a huge fan of Shane. And I'm, and oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, now, okay, okay, okay. I have a reason okay. behind it. All right. Because people saw Shane as a big enemy. And the reason they saw Shane as a big enemy was because, one, he did obviously sleep with Rick's wife. Oh, so I on and so forth. About that. The thing is, I felt his pain as a as a guy because mm. he was a leader. Yeah. He was a leader. And then all of a sudden now people he's are questioning him. Yeah. He's not the leader. He's been cut loose yeah. in a way. Is and then he in the comics? Yes, Shane? Shane is in the comics. And he didn't last as long in the comics as he did in the show. Oh. That's the interesting thing about it, you know. So his change in the show was better in the show than it was in the comics. I there was see. more pain in him. I'm gonna ask you because the other two ladies, I I assume, have not seen the show, right? I've, Correct. Ms. Well, I haven't Zivani? watched the show at all. Okay. I, I don't watch. I've seen the first five seasons, but I have not seen Fear of the Walking Dead all right, at all. Then. Not not Fear. You haven't seen Fear. You should no. watch Fear. Well, then, Miss Martha, in your opinion, who do you think got it? Who do you think? Who do you who think? Do, got, who I think who got do you it? think got that brutal, brutal, brutal death? And it's brutal. I'm telling you, mm. ladies. I think it's either the redhead guy. What's his name? Abraham. Ab- Abraham. I will cry to death. I think it's either Abraham, Glenn. Okay, yeah. That, I have a, those I have would a be feeling. my, the two people that I would think it might be. I don't see them giving any woman that death. No. So that's no. something. But you know what? I want to know, I want to ask you some questions yes, that are ma'am. specifically about your initial reaction when you began reading the graphic novel. Well. And, and when, at okay. what point did you discover that? Was it after the show came out? Yes, my brother um, introduced me to the show uh, about 
a couple months after the first season was released on DVD. Okay. And what's, it was interesting about it is the first time I saw Walking Dead was on TV and I saw Rick going underneath the tank. Okay. Oh, I yeah. flipped the channel. Really? I flipped the channel because I figured it was just a, a, a terrible movie. So about a year or so later, I'm at her buddy's house. And, you know, I'm hanging out with them, good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Coming to find out, they're watching the season finale of uh, Walking Dead 2 when the farm is having its little uh, situation. Really? So I'm just like, okay, now what is this show I'm watching? <laughs> you know, because it, it caught my attention hardcore quick. Yeah. You know, because, you know, uh, Shane just got got. Mm-hmm. Um, we're walking back to the farm, and then all of a sudden you see an army of... No, not an army, a... a- a city full. City full. A city full. Of zombies, of zombies. If you can imagine that. Yes. All coming on All come, at the same on a, time. On a farm. As yes. far as you can see, zombies. It's pitch dark. It was yeah. probably midnight yeah. when this happened. But still, you can, can hear tell them. they were there. <laughs> yeah. So one night, my brother's like, Do you need to watch the show? You need to watch this show. And so, no. I was like, All right. I put it in. First episode. I watched the whole season that night. Couldn't even stop. But how about the novels? When now, did that No, I begin? didn't start watching the novels. I watched the novels. I didn't start reading the novels till about two years later. I got okay. the first two compendiums, and I read how I read just how different the book is. I read how vicious the governor really is Ooh, compared he's to. He's even more vicious in the in the, y'all, the book. Have you, you know? I know. I keep. I want to. I keep saying y'all because I keep thinking y'all have watched it. Pardon me, but yes, he is a lot more vicious in the book than he is in the the show. Um, there's wow. a re- the, the real reason him and Michonne have a issue yeah. has nothing to do with his daughter. Yeah, leave it to as much imagination. Or if somebody Ugh. wants to read the graphic. Oh well, yes, yes. We yes. Graphic people to read it. I want people to read it. But the thing is, <laughs> right? Let me put it to you this way: the real reason he lost his eye is disgusting. No. <laughs> The real reason he lost it. It kind of makes me want to read the graphic novel. It does. You, That's the yeah. whole point of this. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted Andrew to come in and talk to us about it. Because The Walking Dead is a global phenomenon. It is a global phenomenon. And people and don't it, get how The reason how it is, I believe, the reason it is, is mm-hmm. for the reasons that you guys were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Is the very first thing that came into my mind when I started watching that is, oh my God, what would I do? Right. It's a visceral reaction. Yes. It what, is. What, what kind of things would I look for as weapons? What sorts of things would I it's look Lord of for the when I was scrounging around? You know, how <laughs> Who would, would you I... have in your group? Yes. Yeah. What that alliances is, that is would you That is highly make? important. Right. You All know? of these things, they're survival... It's, Instincts. It's a survival instinct that we don't use. Right. And that's right. personally why I think I'm so in love with post-apocalyptic novels. Right. Yeah. Is because it gives me the opportunity to play those scenarios in my head Correct. as I go along. And having this kind of lawless viciousness that sometimes takes place between the characters, it allows you to go, okay, what would I do in that situation? Right. You remember season four, uh, the opener of season, not the, uh, the opener of season four? No, season five. Where were we? Prison? Uh, we are the prison, after the prison. Okay. And we're headed towards uh, the sanctuary area. Oh, yeah. That okay. place does not exist really? in the comic book. But People could not believe that that place did not exist. That is, I have to admit that that is a really, t- really cool in that hardcore plot, plot thing. But I, what would that be called? A plot twist? Plot twist? Addition? Twi- addition? Wasn't really a twist. 
It's an addition, yes, because yeah. uh, it's, they took it's, the story their own route. They, yeah, they, uh, some, what the creator some liberty. Right. now isn't the creator of the show also the author? One of the creators of the one show of the is Kirkman? the uh, Robert Kirkman. Yes, is the originator, writer, author, creator of okay. The Walking Dead. All right. okay. He was doing it for ten whole years, and uh, the AMC uh, CEO was reading those comic books, <gasps> and that's how AMC got it. Wow! That's awesome. Yes, and... I always wondered. And AMC, I bet they are laughing all the way to the oh, freaking you know, bank. Do you know how many oh, people totally. uh, dropped the The Walking Dead? Um, NBC was one of them. Um, <sighs> You mean um, they turned it down? Yes, it turned it down. NBC oh. turned it down. Um, did ABC? I, I think AMC at first did, but the CEO pushed Said, it. Uh, was like, no, I think I honestly think the show could be a hit if we change some things up. And speaking of changing things up, I really would like to see how they work with Negan's foul language in season seven. Because he's a foul boy. Huh? Oh, when I tell you he is, did you get the DVD? No. Blu-ray? Mm-mm. Girl, ooh, go get it. Watch, watch it. You and should see his arms. He's got his arms up in the air. Going, He's excited. Because, because it's it's scarier to see Negan as he is originally, not the way they did him on the TV. Oh. Okay. Honestly, okay. yes. And they just Jeff- have to do what sells sometimes, oh, though, yeah. unfortunately. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan kills Did you know what the original writer is part of that? I didn't even know that because that means that he got to take the story in different places that he hadn't intended originally and then realized, well, in the visual world this way rather than being like drawing like in film it's mm-hmm. totally different so he just went a different way with it I like that it's it's a good it's it's, it's so visual how he curses different. he doesn't curse like just for nonsense I mean he does because it's the end of the world he doesn't care right right but his approach to it is what really is scary well that's I th- what it is to me I think the bad guys it, that's a lot of the reason we read let There's no girl. conflict. Doesn't we have a good bad it. guy, then you're not in. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, ladies. You guys think Negan is bad? The one after him is worse. There's another one. And I'm gonna get. Oh, oh, oh! oh it gets even better. It's a woman. <gasps> have you <laughs> read all of the comics or the graphic novel? Excuse me. Uh, I have read all compendiums, and they are very thick. There are multiple issues, and oh, I have read quite, quite far. Are graphic and novels and comics about the same thing? They're pretty much the same. It really it's just is. It really novel. is the same. Graphic novel is bigger. It's graphic graphic novels are bigger. It's pretty are much more, uh, a, a very huge story. More in depth than in depth. a comic. Than well, picking up like a Spider Man comic book and you right. know reading. It, it's it's a, uh, like the compendium is multiple issues where excuse me where your Spider Man okay. is just a it's issue. One issue. Right. It's one okay. issue. Right. right. Is, so right. it's like a compilation. Unless, um, yeah, uh, okay. and unless it's a, a multiple uh, collectible, like I have the Avengers versus X Men, I got that as a collectible, and it's one full comic, and it's really thick. Okay. You know, so okay. that's a big difference in that. But mainly, that's the difference. But mainly, that is the difference. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't. I no, don't no but this is important graphic. though because. I've never read a graphic no, novel. No, I haven't. You now, want to read I read, these? I read, I read comic, comic book, book when I was right. young. Right. But, totally different. But I've never really gone there right. and I never really I guess had a reason to go there until I started watching The Walking Dead and then I thought maybe I oughta mm-hmm. and then I was gonna go to the library and of course the library didn't have it I think we do wouldn't. now we do I now. think we do now we do now but what's gonna happen though is it's not gonna all be there and nope. I'm gonna lose no. my tiny mind and then I'm you gonna are. have to go find it and yeah because things are getting worse Miss Martha in The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> and people, and people, well, uh, that's one thing I like about it. You keep thinking to yourself, how can it get worse than uh, Shane? How can it get worse than 
the governor? How can it get worse than the Hunters, a.k.a. Terminus? How can it get worse than Negan? And then out of nowhere, they will drop a bomb on you. And the person (laughs) after, I'm telling you women, she will scare y'all into following her. And it's a woman. Just (laughs) keep that in mind. Well, it is a woman. I think women can be vicious. Reading it, yeah, I kind of. He's talked me into it. I'm not a zombie person. You gotta read it. I'm, I'm, I'm really terrified of this lady. Well, if there isn't a good bad guy, I'm not in. So she's a good bad woman. Good bad woman. Yeah, she's she's vicious. Did you say Catwoman? Catwoman. Catwoman. Catwoman has nothing. On this, on this lady. On this lady. <laughs> I want you to think of the scariest woman you can think of. Cruella DeVille? Cruella um, DeVille no, would, is, uh, would get eaten alive. I can't even think of one can't. off the top. I know there are thousands. Man, well, we're you. excited about delving into... Two more weeks, y'all. Two so. more weeks, and we'll go back to the world of the television Walking Dead. But in the meantime, we're going to go into the graphic novel. We're going to do it. Of the Walking I'm gonna Dead. I'm going to have to Thank you, Andrew, out. for yes, all those ma'am. insights. Yes, I love it. I love hanging out with let's y'all. Let's see if we can find another facet of the zombie world. Um, you want to go a, next, Kelly? I read a book. You read a book? Good. I did. This is a book club podcast. Well, so. I figured I should. <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting that Andrew pointed out that the graphic novel goes more in depth into the story than the television show did because I read Warm Bodies by Isaac Marion and that is also a movie. And mm-hmm. I like the movie. I enjoyed the movie, which is why I went with the book because I also am not really a giant zombie person. Like I like The Walking Dead, but I really did that more as of a like fear of missing out type of thing than anything else. <laughs> Everyone was talking about it and I felt ignorant of the subject. So it wasn't really like of my own volition. It was the so peer pressure. Like, it was the yes, zombie that. peer pressure. <laughs> I decided to read this and it's been it's really interesting. I actually I learned a word. What was um, your word? What was it? I don't know. I, I texted it to you, but I don't even remember. Oh, um, uh, it was something that started with an L and ended in I O U S, and it basically meant someone who talks a whole lot. And I and I remember thinking, well, this is perfect for me. Um, <laughs> of course, now I can't find my phone. Yeah, I mean that's the story of my life as well. So, <laughs> um, I enjoyed it because um, basically it kind of follows uh, the story of one particular zombie who meets a human and instead of eating her, decides to save her and slowly... Wait a second. Wait a second. Back up the truck. Okay. A guy meets a girl. The guy's a zombie. Yes. And he decides not to eat her. Exactly. How does that work exactly? Um, So he's... (laughs) They've been zombies for a long time. He doesn't know exactly when he died. Uh... He but can he talk. He still has function. Some obviously. function. So this yes. is like a totally different kind of zombie than the Walking Dead zombie. Yes, and he knows that he's not. He hasn't been dead for very long because he's not as decayed as the other zombies. Loquacious. Is that a person that talks too much? Loquacious. No. Loquacious. Wait, that's, yes. the, that's it. That's yes. it. Loquacious. 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 Yes. Yes. Loquacious. That, that is a great happy. word. It is a great word. I first time I heard it was on Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards was an excellent. I probably did hear it then and just noticed it. That is the first time I ever heard it. It's different when you read it, though, because you're like, that's a great word. It is. I need to know what that that means. Exactly. (laughs) So zombie who knows they're a zombie and decides not to eat this Yeah, well, he. it wasn't really, um, okay, basically, these zombies, when they consume the brain of their victims, they experience their memories. And because he knows that he's a zombie, he he wants to experience a little bit of... 
、uh, life. He wants to feel the living for even if only a moment. He he doesn't have any memories. He can't remember his name. He knows that it starts with an R, so he calls himself R. And he has a friend who calls himself M because he knows that his name started with an M, and that's it. They have no memories of their previous lives. So he consumes the brain of this girl's boyfriend. He just killed、oh, him, and now then that's unique. Hey, I just ate your boyfriend. Want to go out?、Um, kind of. <laughs> I yeah, know you're single. <laughs> so, <laughs> it does take out the competition that's part of it. That's an awkward way to start a conversation, I tell you. So, well, no, she actually doesn't know. So that's even、oh, worse. That's, yeah, it'll be awkward at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was a dark room. She didn't know, but、um, he, confessional. He has all these memories of、uh, the guy falling in love with her, so he feels like this odd protection. He can't explain it, and he's wondering why suddenly, when he's only been able to grunt certain words and mostly just moan and wander around as zombies <laughs> do, why he can suddenly say like polysyllabic words and can get out full sentences. And he's starting to think, what is going on? And one of the things I like so much is the her character is talking to him and asks him like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And he says, because we're you know basically we don't we don't search for new things. We don't need to. We have you know、oh. we have like basically a non-existence. So、uh, she, he has a record collection, and she kept making references to the power of music and how it can affect you and how it connects you to your humanity. And、mm. that really resonated with me reading it a lot because. Um, There's I, the connection to the audience right there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The connection with the character. It、right. was so good. I I just kept thinking, this is so perfect. And they would listen to music, and he would slowly. You could see like how the thoughts changed at the beginning. The way it was written, they were very discombobulated, and it was kind of vague and short sentences and very simple thoughts. And then suddenly, it's like getting really complex and like him trying to tap into the humanity that's still left inside of him and how she's. Bringing it out of him through exposing him to new things, which he hadn't been doing because there's. So it's、zombies. almost like a, a zombie love story. Yeah, basically, and then new approach. Well,、mm-hmm. really, what it is is she's like the antidote. He is the first zombie that's going to realize that there is still a humanity left inside all of them, and that they can basically overcome this disease that has caused it in the first place. So、mm. by the end. You know they're starting to be a little bit more human. That's that not all. That sounds just like well, issues in Walking Dead. That's not the、dead. whole end、yep. of the book. Just、yeah. so you know, that、yep. wasn't a giant a lot spoiler. Of well, a lot they, of issues. Do they、yes. get more? Do because they? Because they do lose their humanity. Yeah, yeah, and、the、some and some try hard to keep theirs. Yeah. If they if they like remember get the memories from the the brains that they eat, like you said earlier, they don't keep them. They don't keep them. So it's just like a. It's like a rush of memories, and then they're gone. Yes, they're very、okay. fleeting,、right. and it's、okay. just—it's kind of like a drug.、Um, he specifically talks about seeking the brain before any other part of the body because、mm. he just wants the memories. Like he eats because、so、he has to to survive. Eat but brains. So it's、God、almost like we finally answered the age-old question because they want to be human. They, no, because the they want to capture that humanity just for a minute, even and. Then it's gone. So then they need more brains. It's pretty awesome, though. It、the、actually whole... sounds pretty good. There's one line though that I wanted to share with you guys because this is kind of the part where I was like, I love this book so much. I'm really glad I bought it so I can write in it, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And I was a lot. Trust me.、Uh, okay, so it says music is life. It's physical emotion. You can touch it. It's neon ecto energy sucked out of spirits and switched into sound waves for your ears to swallow. 
Ooh, hey. Wow, that is a good line. That's deep. I like I that. Way deep. But it, of course, that resonates with us because we're all radio people. Of yeah. Course. Well, of course. Bonnie's a music person anyway. Yeah, she has I more earworm, earworms than anybody I know. <laughs> Poor lady. There was another line that I think a lot of people can relate to as well. I know I did. It was very, it was at the beginning when he's still in the very like elementary phase of like his zombieism like he's still like i'm just a zombie mindless like eat food why do i do this what is this existence what was i before kind of thing so he says in my mind i am eloquent i can climb intricate scaffolds of words to reach the highest cathedral ceilings and paint my thoughts but when i open my mouth it all collapses because his personal record at this point is four rolling syllables don't we all feel that way sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. I was doing that at the beginning of this podcast. No big deal. <laughs> well, it is kind of a weird setup, you know, standing around talking about books. People don't do that anymore. No, they, no, don't. they, they really don't. don't. We talk this... about the Kardashians. Yes. Now. Right. That's what this is all about. This is my personal crusade to bring books back to the world. That's why I like this book too. Have you ever read um, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury? Yes, I have. Or seen the movie Idiocracy? Yes, I have. And how yes. there's that disconnect from knowledge and from reading and from seeking new information. That's what this reminded me of. It was like a constant parallel to how these zombies are basically, they are humans, but they're a lesser form of it. They're like a, a shade of humanity. They're the death they're side of like it. They're like politicians. <laughs> oh my goodness, they're aren't the, they? The, the very simple sentence, Sorry, I simple just thought, basic <laughs> existence, eat, survive, don't seek. Like, And we have, we do know yes. people like that. Yeah, I was going to say there the are people, people we like know that. are like right. that. And well, I, I think it. that, you know what? I think that there are enough of us that we can change the world. Right. There are a lot of silent readers out there, people. A lot of silent yes. readers. They we need to stand up read. and talk about books. Which is really weird. Right. Which, which it really is. It doesn't make sense. Especially to me. since like at this what, point now we're going to No, no, they're they're afraid to admit they read. Oh. Yeah. What is what is up with we're that? We're in the turn of the century and at the turn of every century we have like a massive movement. You know, the last century it was the industrial revolution. I mm -hmm. think it's gonna be the intellectual revolution God, this I time around. So I am so mm -hmm. tired And I think of because the we have it all at our fingertips and we have this, We think we do. Well, I mean yeah. we, we lose it because we just look it up right in that moment because they go well right. what is this and what is that because like, like you said earlier loquacious i had seen that in inglorious bastards and i had forgotten it already but when i read it and went and looked it up i will remember that now yeah right. so, because you read it and you had to go look and it because up, i forgot and it remember. and you guys had to repeat it and we said it like five times so okay give us the title of the book warm bodies isaac marion yeah this is good Right. The Seattle I Times and the New York Times and everything had good yeah. things to say about it. I really like it. the cover of it. Yeah. It sounds good. And like I said, I'm not a real zombie person. But she did read a zombie book. I did read a zombie book. And it actually goes a little bit along the lines of yours. Because what this is, it's a, it's a British book. Because... Martha seems to like me to read British novels. Dry humor is awesome. I pushed this is, one on her. I admit, you know, because we were talking about doing a zombie show. She's not a big zombie reader. So I was trying to find something that I thought that was a little bit uh, outside the box in the zombie world. Something that was very, very different. And, and so this was I suggested different. this to her so that she could maybe love zombies a little more, I guess. Right. And this was actually a really good story. It was called uh, Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. And what it is, it's, it's a virus or like a fungus that's infecting people and turning them into zombies and it and the story takes place 20 years after the zombie apocalypse takes place 
And it takes the starts out on like an army base. And what there are is there's soldiers who are going out and catching children who are zombies, but they're different than the other zombies for some reason. Like the adults who are zombies that are infected with the virus are very typical zombie. They, when they hear noise or see movement, they go after it and they kill it and they eat the flesh. Right. But these, the children are different. They're almost, they're intelligent. They think more. They have more reactions than just reacting to like what they see or what they hear. They actually, you know, are aware all of the time. Where the other zombies, if there's nothing moving or they don't sense anything, they pretty much just stand still and don't move until they see something. And I'm going to just butt in here because the reason that I liked the book so much was because the very beginning of it, you really don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. And I didn't go into this knowing it was a zombie book. A friend of mine, Jennifer Flanagan, said, you have to read this book. And I was like, okay, you know, and I ordered it and I kind of sat on my table. Boy, I read the whole thing in one sitting when I picked it up. Man. Right. It is a pretty good. I read it in like four days, I think. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was four days because I just finished it this morning. But you really don't know. No, because it's basically that you're on this army base and there's, of course, you know, military personnel and scientists and teachers and then these children that they keep locked up. I mean, they keep them like harnessed up and they have to wheel them to the classroom for them to learn. But there's never anything said about why. Right. And they and so don't the call time them. You're trying to figure out what the hell. And they actually don't ever call them zombies. No. They call them the hungries. The hungries. The, the hungries. So he's making them sound like they're basically poor children who are just hungry. Well, it's just people <clears throat> who are overcome by the urge to eat human flesh, to eat uh, anything, actually, because they eat animals. Like yeah. Right. But that doesn't even come into it until much later because the story is really about the 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 uh, it's about it? the little girl yeah it's... and Melanie yeah. I think her name is and she's I want to say she's like eleven yeah in this she's book. just she's right just on the cusp real little of and she's she's like a genius she's like extremely extremely smart and she's one of the hungries mm. and the scientist is trying to figure out why these children are different than the adult zombies. You're responding to the virus differently or something? Right. If if for some reason... There's something in their blood or something? Right. And I don't want to tell you what she finds out because then, you know, it's I'm going to give alert. too, much, right, too yeah. much away. But basically, they have... You have the hungries, which are the zombies. Then you have the junkies, which are kind of like the um, the looters, the humans that have haven't caught in the virus right but they don't live in a civilized way they just pretty much they're savages 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 it's like it's weird because like all these books always have like the little titles for each little sect of them or whatever the bonies in the warm bodies book was people do that they're like totally decomposed ones yeah walkers and then biters it was a the, I think it was bonies or yeah the bonies they were, they were like the ones that were completely decomposed where it was just skeleton but they still had like this ruminating energy that rolled off of them and they just called them the bonies they were like the the leaders in the society it was weird uh, they were, 
the elders, if you will. The elders, you know, the bonies. It, you yeah. know, science <laughs> proclaims that it's very possible a zombie apocalypse could happen with all the brain pathogens. Yep. Yeah. But That's this creepy. book was actually... It is creepy. It? It, it took me a little bit to get into this because <laughs> at first when they were just... It was the kids going to the classroom and it was the teachers. And there was like this one teacher who seemed to connect more with the zombie kids than any of the other teachers. Kind of reminded me a little of that one movie, <clears throat> Matilda, that Danny DeVito's oh, in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that you movie. Know, like, you it's know, a great teacher, too. It's a horrible school and all of this stuff. And then, But there's this one great teacher that Matilda connects with. And that's kind of what um, this reminded me of. But darker, of course, because, you know, they're zombies. And then <laughs> later when they have to leave the base and they find more of these children that are intelligent and not just regular zombies, but they haven't had any kind of education or any kind of um, normalcy in their life. It's kind of like Lord of the Flies where there's a leader and they just attack every right. person or and, and, but they're organized. They're like herds of animals almost but they're children that are they're zombie children feral so feral zombie children. feral yeah that's a good word for it feral so I, like it. I mean so it has a lot of different elements and what's it, it called me, again it's called girl with all the gifts I by write that down mr carrie i want to sounds say. like i'm gonna be giving somebody a, a birthday gift it, it but, really is a unique book because there are so many zombie novels out there. You guys know it. Right. Yeah. Tons and tons and tons. And but most so of them seem to, to follow the same kind of pattern. Right. Mm -hmm. And it it's actually like reminds me of your yeah, zombie, exactly. Kelly, because Melanie figures out that she's a zombie. She figures out that she's a hungry. She doesn't know it until later. <laughs> she doesn't want to attack the people who's in her group. She doesn't want to bite people. So she almost wants them to harness they, her yeah, they, up. They have a muzzle that they, they have a put muzzle. on her. And she, she asks them to put it on her when they leave the base because she's afraid that she'll lose control and hurt someone. Mm. Which is kind of, <clears throat> kind of shows what kind of a character she is. Yeah, and shows how smart she is that she's, she's really figured smart, this yeah. out and knows... You know, I have this feeling inside of me, even though I don't understand totally don't what it is. Yeah, keep me muzzled because I don't want to hurt anyone. That's that um, being in touch with her humanity still. Yes, right. exactly. Like because she hasn't lost all thought. And um, you have a whole other level of organization and what life is going to be like after that. This shows you that you don't even see coming. Which. Uh, Personally, that's what I thought. Anyway, what did what did you think about the ending? We don't have to give information that's, about the ending. It's but. kind of what I thought um, a little bit. Um, I was hoping it would end a little bit different. Yeah, it, it almost ended apocalyptic. Yeah. Almost, it was not a happy, but not quite. wasn't really a happy ending from right. our point of view. It well, it wasn't a happy. It wasn't a happy ever end ending kind of book. Definitely, I don't believe zombies. I don't think they really. Well, I mean, are, you know, like well, you know, the humans prevail. The it zombies was relatively are all gone, uplifting. Blah, blah. It was very right. hopeful. It was a like love story. So. No, like. Story. For zombies as a whole and for oh, humanity I and see. for the yeah. fact that they were in a post-apocalyptic world and for what it meant for humankind. 
Yeah. yeah. Mine had kind of a sad ending. It was, mm-hmm. I would say it was probably about opposite of that. That's a bummer. But, <laughs> but I mean, at least it, it wrapped it up. It didn't leave you like, Hanging. really? That's how you're going to end it? It right. actually ended it in a good way, even if it was... Horrible. It was very abrupt. A bad. You knew it, was it, it, it didn't do you like that Dawn of the, the Dead end. did, did you? <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. No, oh, man. Remember that movie? Kyle Pfeiffer. Oh. Uh, Ving Rams. I love me some zombie movies. <laughs> I do too, but that movie ended terribly. Yes, it did. It terribly. Did. I, so we got, uh, okay, so I, I have one real quick one I want to put in just Wait. before we wrap it up. And only because it deserves a mention. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Didn't watch it. Uh, well, I don't know if it was actually... Was it a movie yet? It was yes. a movie. Oh, it, was it? Yeah. Well, it was a book first. It was a book first. Yes. I didn't know and that. I, I, I never did read, read the book when it first movie. came out because I have this thing <laughs> where anything that makes fun of something else automatically gets a pass, and then I get to read that. Mm-hmm. And I am not a big fan of Jane Austen. <gasps> Sorry. Once again, making myself a hated individual in the eyes of the public. No, never. I mean, I she understand just, she, no. I just feel what she did for literature. I don't like some of her I just, books it's either. It's not my thing. And you know what? But, but what she did for literature. Yes, yes. yes. And what she did for women in literature, yes. especially Pride in her time period. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Is that your thing? It's freaking hilarious. Oh, Because is it? of the way it's written. Because it's written in the same style. Is it? That yes. they talk? And it so that romantic prose. during the same time, but instead of going after boys, they're going after their brains, you know, whipping out swords and kicking some zombie ass. <laughs> I like it. I like it, too. I like it already. So I'm saying, you know, if you're going to go zombie, at least find a variety of things because Not- there's so many different ones out there that you owe it to yourself to at least grab a hold of something and Chew on it. Kind of like um, Abraham Lincoln and the Vampire Hunter. Oh, we've got vampires coming next week. <laughs> what about that that um, really ridiculous Shaun of the Dead? Oh, don't make fun of Shaun of the Dead. I, I love that show. I thought, Let's go I to thought it was just for a drink. Re- I thought it was just ridiculous. I loved it. Oh, like, look how corny this is. And then I they, they kept one at the end. And I was like, oh. come on, man. Yeah. Well, no, I, I like the dark well, humor myself. I'm like, you know. come on, I like man. the dark humor. You know, that dude Definitely was actually like I've never seen supposed it. to play Ant-Man. <laughs> really? Uh, yes, he was an original talk to play hmm. Ant-Man. I think he's awesome. Blonde Simon Pegg fella. is like I forget his name. His name is Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. He was one. Of, he was an original talk to play Ant-Man. He might even make it to my celebrity list. Was uh, <laughs> written by Seth Graham Smith. Seth Graham Smith. So if anybody wants to pick that up, there you go. So a funny zombie. Yeah, I thought it was freaking hilarious so we have the, because it the doesn't gruesome, take itself too seriously the gruesome, com- the gruesome zombie the and mine's zombie. hopeful yes and yours is depressing but interesting <laughs> but it, and yours is hilarious yeah both of ours are the human side of the zombies <clears throat> right. I like that so we, where mine is all about survival I don't know if I like right. children strapped yes. to chairs being wheeled into classrooms but I mean hey well, it, they it are zombies it truly is very <laughs> different but they do explain that zombies don't feel pain like humans so it's not like it hurts them yeah they no I but know. she feels an existential pain because she doesn't understand why she needs to be separated from everyone else and she just wants to be yeah but loved she's and she's really kid. optimistic even she though loved, so sad Come here, let me bite your face i love you i love you she's like a stalker oh well my. she tries well she well she gets a little bit of that with the teacher yeah, though. she does because she smells smells her 
Yeah. Isn't that what happens? She gets too close and she well, smells. Well, she hugs her or the teacher strokes her hair yeah, or something. Yeah, she touches her and then it like... Because usually they have a chemical compound oh, that they put on them <laughs> so that they can't smell, so the zombies can't smell them. Oh. And when it wears off or they don't get enough on or they get too close, the zombies can smell them. Mm. And then they go all zombie on them. Right. Look at that. I have a, interesting, I have a zombie, uh, not zombie, I wouldn't say, but a survival kit in my trunk. Oh, you have a you go really? bag? Yes. Does it have a zombie uh, weapon in it? Um, I actually have the zombie weapon yeah, in, the, in, the, in the house because everybody should have a zombie weapon. Every, everyone should define yes. zombie weapon. Uh, it, it depends something on, that can take their head it, off. It depends on whatever fits your body size. I've yeah, always you gotta felt. have you gotta have a personalized zombie weapon, as you will know if you watch The I Walking Dead. I want to meet Sean it up yes. and have a sword. These want... are usually <laughs> commonplace items you might have around the house that <laughs> yeah. happen to be just the That'd right cool. size yeah. and shape for you. What is what is your zombie uh, weapon? I have of a uh, I have a hunter knife. And I have a mass. Have a have a metal bat. A metal bat. Okay, metal bat. there you go. Personally, I think I would choose. You know those things they used to pick up trash. Yes. Yes. I do the stick. I want one of those. I have, With the poker. I, just take yeah, the neck right off. I'll just make them a little shorter. You know, because that is one sharp thing. I want the medieval and it's got a nice thing. point on it, and you would just stick and them in the eye. Then you got. There is a. You'd hardly get any blood on you. I have. It has like food. It has emergency water, as oh, a flashlight yeah. with over 100 hours on there. Everybody should have themselves I a have a little wind-up um, flashlight, like the one that you power it yourself, you know? Yes. But I want the medieval tool that's like, uh, a, it's a three-pronged, I don't know, sword thing that you shove right into their stomach and pull whatever wouldn't organs out. Wouldn't it be out. awesome? Or, well, actually, I shouldn't say that, but that wouldn't would it be it interesting? That would, you know? Right yeah, now, the zombie apocalypse, we're taking place outside the studio. Holy crap. And we... The four of us had to band together and become a team. I'm sorry, but this microphone like stand is about to be a weapon, I feel like that's y'all. That's a bad, uh, bad start. <laughs> He's freaking that's out. A He's bad freaking scenario. Out. That's like, a bad no, scenario no, my already. My bag's in the car. My uh, bag's in the car. I'm looking around for weapons. Like, you know, usually the black guy dies first, so you no, know. No, not in my book. There's, there's me. No. And then, well, let me tell you. Well, T-Dog did all of survive us, all the way to season three. I'm pretty guys, sure so. I'm there's the one that would die first. Why would you die first? Because I am not a survivalist. Well, neither am I. Oh no, fight or flight. I would be. I would be the one that you use for bait, so that you could go get his bag out of his trunk. Uh, oh, nah. stop it. No, first of all, first of all, adrenaline rush would kick in for me. I have, so I I have start, MREs in my trunk. I would start thinking real quick. I'm one, of those, yeah. I'm one of those guys who's like, I'll kick a zombie. Just I do have MREs in my trunk. You do? See, we're ready. I grew up in the South and like we had blizzards right. unexpectedly in the mountains. And guy. I don't have a weapon though. And an Andrew. Yeah, and no, and I an told Andrew. you these microphone stands just became weapons. I'm ripping this yeah. thing off of here and jabbing uh, we zombies in the head. I'm telling you. That's true. This TV. Everything in here will become a weapon. And that little thing could go through we an could eye. Use Brittany uh, over there. And yeah. The knob Brittany's from got the blind. You know, put out a zombie brain. Oh just gosh. too sweet. We'll just right use her. We'll just have her stand in the middle of the hallway yeah. and just have him follow her. And then we'll just run. Hey, we have we have studios which are pretty soundproof. That's cool. Like, yeah. I mean, would we fold them with that? I don't know. Honestly, that's maybe a they couldn't I didn't hear think us. about that, but that's a good good thought process. Very they good are supposed process. to be soundproof. Well, there we go. See, now we've got a good, we have an advantage. A good thought process has begun. Oh, and if it was All a right? zombie apocalypse, we're in a radio station, so we get to broadcast this stuff. Like, 
That's pretty awesome. That's it is pretty awesome. That we have like cool. a, we have, we have one we up have on everybody else. We have the greatest else. gift of all. And we're on the sixth floor. Like we can we can you know, tell all the people who want to kill us where we are. You hear her talking right now? <laughs> she said we're on the sixth floor. That's a terrible, terrible thing. No, to it's have. not. No, you all it takes the whole floor all up. it takes is one f up. And here comes that, here comes that herd of some stats. Okay, all it takes is one. We've all seen it happen in every zombie situation. There's yeah, that but one. you know, it's easier to defend yourself with just one exit. Yeah. It is easier to defend you yourself with one exit. One but then we start coming up the elevators and the stairs oh, and the walls yeah. outside. Do you they, just shut the elevators the down so What kind of zombies do we have? Do we have the human zombies? Is this like World War Z where that they... Is a, that is a good question. What kind of zombies do we yeah, have? Yeah, that's what we need to know. <laughs> what are we up yeah, against? Okay. Are they the running zombies are they the human ones? I do not like running zombies. I will vote against the running zombies. I want I the f- conscience ones. I, I vote like for those. I feel like running zombies would only be the ones who are still minor infected. No, no running zombies. No we running want like zombies. we want like the bonies. Y'all. Can you imagine that? There's no, a, stop. There's that sprinter that you're fat, you can't make it, and the, the, the sprinter, you know, you say Bolt is behind you. He's already turned. You're like, I am effed out, man. That's when you need the bat. You need to hide around. No, the that bat's not gonna help you when this zombie is coming 70 miles an hour, and you know it's scary. Plus you can't hit a fastball. No, no, no. You I really can't feel hit like fastball. Oh my god. Miss imagine that. You have the sprinter just hauling ass towards you, and he's. Or even a woman. Imagine that. Imagine no, a woman, and she's a zombie, and she's. Sprinter, just God, I oh wish my this gosh. was television. You could see his face. I'm <laughs> so into this. Think about it. I am think about thinking it, about it. I'm thinking about it, but I'm over here like my fight or flight would kick in. I'm telling you, I'm about to take that zombie's yes, head I'm, off. I'm tackling somebody. That's how I feel. If I'm really glad you I'm guys are on live. my team. I'm just gonna say that right. I'm here. tackling somebody. I'm living. The zombie's not gonna. It's not gonna have that reaction to you know grab my back hey, like that. Okay, so. now it's time for a wrap up because we went long. Okay, so first of all, we're gonna do title and artist. From from The Walking Dead. Walking Dead, um, uh, Robert Kirkman. Okay, and Kelly read Warm Bodies, Isaac Marion. And Vonnie read The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. And I read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies by Seth Graham Smith. And this is another episode of Three Book Girls.